0: It is Thursday, the 21st of January 2016, and this is episode 268 of Digital Outbox. Hello, this is the news in the tech community. Uh, I'm Chris, joined as ever by Ian. Hello, Ian. Hello, Chris. Sup? Um, it's end the,
1: it um, the end of the week. It is. It is very nearly the end of the week. I'm definitely back in work mode. Mm-hmm. Hol- holidays was a long, long time ago. I need a break already. I need I need it to be Christmas again. One um, of the guys I'm, I work with I spent three weeks, three and a half weeks in America just before Christmas. And at the start of February, he's going to spend three and a half weeks in Australia and New
0: Zealand. <laughs> And it's like, come on, that is ripping it. It's nice, though. Nice, it is, it's very nice. Nice work if you can get it. Um, yes, I need a whole relay. Um, so what is the news then? So Microsoft is going on a murdering spree and destroying Internet Explorer 8, 9, and 10. I knew that 8 and 9 were going out of um, their usage cycle, but 10 was a surprise to me. But yes, they have announced that um, those three browsers are no longer going to be within support window. They're in the end-of-life notice, which means that they're basically not going to release any more patches. So if any security vulnerabilities are discovered going forward, they will not be patched.
1: Yep. So you better make sure you're on 11 or on, uh, what is it, Edge? Microsoft Edge.
0: So Edge is where all their development time is going into at that moment and they'll keep 11 up to date for their older operating systems so if your edge is only available on windows 10 uh... and i will point
1: out as i represent old worldy corporate communities it is a big upgrade (laughs) so um we it's it's just a lot of there's a lot of firms that they're still running eight unfortunately (laughs)
0: Yes, but at least at least eight was somewhere within the realms of normal browser operation, whereas six was the one before that which wasn't. Yeah, it, it's surprising
1: how quickly eight became really bad. Mm. Um, just just a, I, I, a lot of the tech firms was like, right, if you can do it for six, you can do it for the rest. You know, so lots of websites just started saying, don't support us.
0: Yeah, and and and, and and you see that now even on Microsoft's own sites. though, if you if you visit them with older versions of, uh, versions of Internet Explorer, it's like, you're you're using an out of date uh, browser. I don't really support it. Um, Private messages can be read by your employees within the European Union. Employers. Sorry, yes. Employers. Employees of your employers. (laughs) Um, Basically, if you're using uh, Yahoo Messenger, for example, at work, uh, when you shouldn't be and you've been told you shouldn't be, then it is within the rights of your um, employer to, to read those messages and sack you for it.
1: I don't have a problem with this. I, d- I don't get no. what the issue is.
0: No, although it doesn't stop someone sat on their phone, does it? It's just on the actual employee, you know, the actual employer's computer and it's well within their rights to do it. You're right. It, it 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 feels a little bit um smeggy, shall we say, um to sack someone for it. But then again, you if you know the if you if you know and have been briefed of the um, regulations before you do it, then it's your own risk, isn't it?
1: Tory boy Ian's going to come out now and just say, <laughs> you're you paid to work. <laughs> you know, it's it's like, it's just one of these things. So everybody has, you know, toilet breaks and takes breaks and has a little chat and has a little natter. But, but some of the examples where people sitting for, you know, predominantly the whole day on, you know, some sort of chat site or on Facebook or whatever. And it's like, but you are paid to work. <laughs> stupidly, um, Radio One. I caught the news item on this because I, I was I was just driving home, and um, it was some woman in Liverpool, and she was like, "Yeah, it was only when I got my final written one and I realised that I'm paid to work." <laughs> it was a bit of a it was a bit of a moment of clarity for me. Yeah, And then there was some other guy who was like, I got sacked for this and they were talking to some lawyer and it was like, you know, you need to check what the terms and conditions are and blah, blah, blah and make sure that it was all done right. And and, and and he says, well, I'm still bitter about it. I was talking to my wife, I work at a call centre, still very bitter about it. And in the news, he was just said, just to point out that John, you know, spent quite a lot of his working day talking to his wife at the call
0: centre. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's one of those things... Yes, don't do it. If you want your job. And, and they and can physically got, look, read it. Yeah. I, mean, I think the point problems. was they could actually they were entitled they didn't read it deliberately. They thought it could have been work related, but uh, they are entitled to read those messages. It's not just that they can know you're doing it, they can actually physically read your messages.
1: I mean our 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 work um has got a, an IT acceptable use policy. Yeah. Which is just one of these there's and, and if you followed it to the letter, then there's certain things I, I probably wouldn't be doing day to day but yeah. But but you do them.
0: WhatsApp is going subscription free. So it's dropping its $1 per year uh, fee, um, which was in place beforehand. Uh, I think you got your first year for free anyway, and then they used to have to pay a, a dollar. I think it costs a little bit to download as well, but I think both of those costs are now gone, and they're moving to an advertising model where they're going to pimp your details to companies who want them.
1: Yeah, and I think that it was kind of weird that in a in a world where all the other messaging platforms were basically free, including all the ones that are often super strong encryption. You know,
0: you know WhatsApp had this kind of you know dollar a year. But when you think about the numbers of people, it, it's almost sensible. I don't know. I, I think we might see other people going the other way because advertising hasn't worked for Twitter, um, and it hasn't worked for. You know, in the same way for other companies. So, having just a dollar a year seemed like a sensible. Yeah, I. It's a bit of turnover.
1: Yeah, but I don't. I don't think you it's actually not, end it's up not seeing adverts. Its popularity, is it? No, but I don't think you end up seeing adverts with what is that? What they're talking about is that there's you know there's some sort of user detail, but also they're looking to turn themselves into a bit more of a platform and start to integrate other applications. Um, and it's back to that. I guess it's a thing that everybody's jumping about Twitter. They're, it's they're saying it's going to show you
0: company messages from companies which it thinks you might want to hear from. That yeah. sounds pretty, pretty, pretty like advertising to me. Do you get much WhatsApp spam? I, uh, no, none at all. I get
1: like one a week and it's like but I don't well, really
0: use it very much I'm only on that one no, channel
1: no near, near die mm. and it's just it's just weird and I guess they are just it's just you know they've guessed the phone number maybe yeah and, you, and you just and it's if every you know once once twice a week you'll get a oh there's a whatsapp and it'll be like oh no I can't
0: say I've noticed that no okay, okay. Anyway, just they, me so anyway they're changing their model and they're just gonna see whether that works I guess um sports hub has been launched by Facebook what sports hub?
1: It's a second screen experience. So um they're all chasing. I think all the social media firms are trying to chase TV. Um, TV is still a big event type thing. Even though you get the, even though you get like you know box sets of maybe take away some of the drama type things, you still see it with Game of Thrones and Mad Men and some of the big. Even when you know Netflix releases House of Cards, you know people talk yes. about it, and there's lots of. You know, Twitter gets a lot of that of that kind of well, traffic. Well, Downton Abbey
0: would have had, would have, you know, as the new episodes are coming out, there's a big Twitter storm on about that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's just like loads of people going, oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Some people very excitedly, uh, oh, most people
1: yawning, you're right. <laughs> I, so Twitter, I think, has been seen as a bit of a, a kind of home for this stuff, and we've seen other platforms try to work around Twitter and integrate it. So yeah. even the latest telly I've bought, you can actually see tweets you know, along the bottom <laughs> of the screen as you're as you're watching it really yeah so it's all hashtag driven yeah. and it, they're trying to put a bit of intelligence around it um so this is facebook saying let us do it for sports events because you know box sets haven't taken that away people still want to you know watch sports live yes. and um so they've done a kind of four tab interface and it, and and actually it displays it in chronological order so they're not messing around with the stream like they do with the rest of their content it does feel like a bit of a twitter clone um, you can't view the content, so as a second, you still need to be able to watch it somewhere, whether it's a you know, laptop, you know, TV, whatever. But, so
0: as the sporting event's going on, there are tweets, equivalent, oh sorry, hashtags from within Facebook getting flowed yes. up. Yes, okay. and
1: stats, so they're going heavy on stats to okay. try and say, so alongside, you know, and a lot of the American sports are a lot more They stat-heavy. love their stats. You know, it's because there's so much
0: time between each play, <laughs> they've got yeah. to fill it with something. Absolutely, I mean, is just adverts.
1: Yeah, in between a kind of stupid game. That's not true. <laughs> I actually quite like NFL.
0: So yeah, it's um, let's yeah. kill Twitter. Yeah, and and maybe they're seeing that Twitter's struggling, and and what can we do to take some of that so that off their off their hands? Uh, Friends are united. is finally dead. Um, this was the kind of social site that kicked it all off um, way back when. Um, I remember when it used. You know, it was before. It was before the times of Facebook, wasn't it? It was. Uh, used to go and catch up with your schoolmates and there were plenty of issues that it threw up in fact i think it actually blazed some trails as far as it took some of the heat off of facebook because by the time facebook came out people knew how dangerous it could be to suddenly meet up with all your uh your old uh loves of your life and, and it caused a few marriage breakups <laughs> um, but anyway uh, there you go it's, it's finally died uh, they did try and re um provision it as a couple of different ideas um more recently because it's still a name that's known um but no it's not making money so that's it done
1: and i was just i mean you if you look at some of the kind of I mean, it's it's 11 years ago it was sold to itv for 175 million and oh, no, that's amazing isn't it? and it was only in 2005 that facebook actually launched globally you No, know, rather than it being a kind of college thing yeah. and then a kind of american thing it was actually oh okay you can go and you can go and launch the, the facebook and um it's just amazing that you know something that i think it was Quite UK centric, yes, it was much, it was far more here. UK, yeah, yeah. Um, but but even as as late as 2009, you know, so DC Thompson bought it for 25 million to try and do something with it, and it was like wow. And, it, and, it, I mean, it, it, and I'm just reading it, they pivoted into putting old photos, I kind of remember yeah. us talking about that. We did, like, yeah. that's not going to happen,
0: yeah. It was almost like they had half the idea of what social network could be, yeah, so they they did the discovery part. But they didn't then play on the, you know, that stream of content, which is where Facebook no. came because when Facebook first arrived, I remember thinking, I've signed up to this service, it's rubbish. There's nothing going on. <laughs> and it's not until you've got that linkage between friends that then suddenly it starts making well, more sense.
1: And that was always a problem with Twitter. Twitter always had that see for like like Geeks of the World. And so so day one in on Twitter people were like like, Hello? And is anybody here? And then you started following people, then you got the whole yeah. news thing, and then other people joined it, and then you started interacting, and that's that's where it took off. But for a lot of people who joined it, they were like, I just don't get this. Yeah. and I, am I supposed to do? It was
0: ex- exactly the same for Facebook. Um, yeah. People t- tended to sign up, then they did nothing for yeah probably six months, and then suddenly when they went back, they found that there was more I, lively community going on.
1: One know? of the guys I work with has never tweeted once, but he's been on Twitter for five, six years. He uses it as, that's his news service. Yes. And that That's and how it can he be news, Yeah, yeah. 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 And it, but he's got no interest in talking to anybody. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the right idea. <laughs> um, BT are going to take over um, EE. It's been agreed by the competition um, authority. Um, they reckon it's not going to cause any uh, bad competition because BT weren't really in the mobile industry, also in the mobile market, since they pulled out a while back. Um, so, yeah, so that. EBT is now just this massive super super global size company um of all types of media basically. So it's phones, broadband, um, now it's mobile, uh, and T V as well. So it's just bonkers.
1: And and I guess the, the controversial bit of there's not so much the deal or the kind of I guess the shrinking choice in UK. All like your vodafones and virgins and stuff said uh, happy with this spin off open reach it should not mm. own open reach as well and um that's not the case no so... they've retained
0: open reach uh yeah uh, it the thing is in america they've gone they've gone kind of down this route where they've got sort of two or three massive multi you know business age, you know things all combined together so i guess this is the uk trying to compete in that kind of sphere and and you know it doesn't. It, it doesn't feel like the consumer's going to win out of this. But we'll, let, let's see.
1: And I guess it, it, it's going to take, you know, your people like Ofcom or whatever to try and track. Are people worse off? You mm-hmm. know, is are, is there less competition? Have is the price slowly over time creeping up? You know, which is, is exactly what
0: happened to BT TV. You know, from, from uh, my point yeah. of view. Yeah. Yeah. And, you and know,
1: I, so initially, great deal. Two years later, got you.
0: Yeah. 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 And I, I yeah, and there's always that risk, and that's what the risk of the sudden this size is. Um I yeah, at the moment my short term aim is though that if they can make BT TV free for me as an EE customer, that was a nice rhyming thing, wasn't it? Um then I'll be happy.
1: And and, and I'm the same, I mean I I've let's let's not go into how much I stupidly pay every month. <laughs> um but I I still have a BT phone line. Yes, and, yes. and I've got EE as a, a mobile provider, so it's like, hmm. Is yeah. there some way that I can get? A bit, now but can usually, you what it all say, together? Yeah. well usually what they say is, if you go off for all four, that's they'll
0: what do they'll some say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's 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 where they'll go. Um, broadband firms are going to face new advert rules in the UK. So, what are they not being allowed to say then?
1: Not be allowed to try and con people. This this really Oh, I've gone all stern. This this <laughs> honestly it does hack me off that you'll see an advert and it will say, and, and Virgin are quite bad at this and Source Sky. It'll be like, you know, super fast broadband and it's 12 dollars a month. And I'm sitting there thinking, how am I paying 40 quid? And then you look into yeah. it and it says, oh, okay, you need to pay line rental. It's a little astuce. This is, you know, not including line rental. Initially, 11 dollars nine a month, which yeah. will rise to 15 99 yeah. after six months. And you're like, so it is actually, I'm actually at 40 quid. Yeah. And um, why, why can't you just say, for the first six months you pay that and after it's paid that so that's the whole point of this is to try and say you can't try and delude people
0: yeah if the only way that they're, they're going to get that price is by having your line rental then you should include that price in that's in work,
1: that's yeah. the price your monthly price is x not it's broadband's this but oh by the way i've not really told you about something else
0: yeah okay so that there those rules coming in there when are they due in do we know they're all, they're all talking about this year,
1: so the Advertising Standards Authority are now going to start working um, with broadband providers to try and put these um, kind of guidelines slash rules in place, but they want to work quickly. Yeah. you know. So you'd, you'd like to think, you know, by the middle of the year, it's done and dusted. It's not that hard a conversation to have. Here's the regulations. Don't break them.
0: <laughs> iOS 9.3, we've been <laughs> hearing. So they've released the new beta, and they've actually released sort of the features of that Um Beta, so they've focused a bit around education, which is obviously a market they're going for, and also looking at screen dimming for evening sessions where they're trying to get away from you falling asleep to a blue screen.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, so uh,
1: this is quite interesting because usually iOS put these kind of features, sorry, not iOS, usually Apple do these as yearly updates, and yep. what you get is kind of buggy tape fixes. Mm-hmm. Um, And and this was this kind of came out the blue. Yeah, this is a point Uh,
0: release, which is actually giving us some actual
1: features. Yeah. yeah. Now, so, so, and I guess two ways to look at it. Does it mean iOS 10 is going to be super feature packed and they wanted to put these things out? Does it mean iOS 10 is delayed? Does it mean they're going to move to maybe actually instead of doing these yearly, you know, releases, actually every sort of three, four months, you get a here's something else, here's something something, else, and here's something else. So I don't, I I guess it'll take maybe a few months to find out. Um it, I I use Flux. I don't know if you use Flux on the Mac. No. So Flux um works similar to this new thing from Apple called night mode. Um in that is it was it night mode? I've said night mode and I can't now read it in the notes. <laughs> it, whatever it's called. If it's not called art. night mode, then it should be called night mode. It should be. I should get money for that. Yeah. Um I, but the whole point is that it tries to take away the kind of you know, the brightness of it and, and tries to kinda lull you into sleepy time there's um there's
0: there's good psychological experiments where they say you know it's same bars do the same thing when they want to wake you up and put you make you go away (laughs) basically it's by upping and lowering the uh, blue lights so in the morning we're supposed to react to blue light and in the evening we're supposed to start falling asleep to red light
1: and and initially when you turn it on it can feel quite jarring but i know when it's not running on one of my screens and it's at night i notice straight away Mm -hmm. it's um so I I'm, i can't wait for this. I actually almost signed up for the beta just to get this because um, okay. I, I have it running. Um, and there's a couple of other things, but the, the interesting, the education one is basically bringing in a login system, so shared iPads.
0: And the ability for a teacher, for example, to be able to see <clears throat> what a student's looking at on their iPad. So they have visibility of that at the front of this class.
1: Um, so again, looking forward, is that because because Chrome... Or, or the Google Chrome program with education has really taken off. And is this Apple trying to kind of like, hold on, we're losing losing a battle here. We need to do something. Is this something that might come with iOS 10 for home users? Because it's only education users that can do this. But so is it laying the
0: foundation for the parents checking what their kids are doing kind of thing? Yeah,
1: yeah so so some some interesting yeah. things, but I can't wait. And, and I guess it's also pointing to probably March because it's a, the beta was launched last week. So it's probably pointing to by the time they go through the three or four betas uh, lots of rumours about March would be new watches and potential new iPads um, and they'll do an event and that probably ties up with 9.3 coming out.
0: Meanwhile Flux has asked Apple whether they're allowed to put their app back in the App Store which was removed um, because it wasn't doing something that Apple wanted you to do but obviously as now Apple are moving into that market they've kind of questioned can we put our code back in the App Store because you're doing it now, so why can't we?
1: Yeah, they didn't. And the title is a bit misleading. They, they didn't actually get in the App Store. They released a kind of way of, so if you've got an Apple developer account, you can download Xcode, you can write the code for it, you can deploy it to your your iPhone. Yes. And lots of people did it to get Flux on. Right, And then Apple said, please remove this because <laughs> you're using some private APIs. And all Flux are saying is, let, let us do it. We've spent lots of time and money. We've got lots of, oh, it's Night Shift, it's called. Well, that's, quite cool, that's what the features that's what the features called from apple
0: what did i call it night something night bedtime i'm not sure can't remember no it was what... that good i can't <laughs> even remember what i said two minutes ago <laughs>
1: um I, I think it's one of these things apple shouldn't just be able to you know create a monopoly so flux as i said well, they, i've, they I've can, loved it so... <laughs> no
0: no <laughs> but they can but they have they do tend to open up eventually don't they so yeah maybe they will uh netflix ceo has said that account sharing's okay so this is a gray area can you share your login details to uh with someone else so they can watch part of your netflix subscription well the ceo of um netflix says yes you can do that and um, that's fine uh he sees it as an advertising and a sort of um future user kind of possibilities in that um i'm sure he wouldn't if there was only ever one netflix uh login uh that was shared around the whole globe um but nevertheless i think he's you know within the realms of sharing it with your mum and dad why not and he, he says that we tend to see most people who are using someone else's account they eventually uh become a subscriber themselves
1: yeah he made it i guess he put it down to you know if you're watching on your mate's couch then what's the difference to watching it and in- you know, your mate's house and you're watching it in your house and that kind of thing. So,
0: I, I'm sure his opinion will change though if that did go too far. You know, like the music industry maybe had a different opinion when it was actually eroding their, their sales to a massive maybe.
1: extent. Maybe, I mean, they, they are limited. I think there's a, you know, limited to number of devices it can currently watch. I, know, don't so I don't know. That's what I don't know. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure on the site it's like unless you pay more to get like four devices, I think it's locked to two devices at the same time or even one device. So you're then, you know. So I'm watching it. And if if you've got my details, and you went to watch it. We've got ah,
0: uh-uh, you Too can't many, do yeah. that. There you go. And that's and that's the way they control it, isn't it? So it doesn't yeah. lock it out, but it just keeps it fairly quiet. So yeah, that's good. And and it seems a sensible approach for him to take. Um, they have also said they're going to make it harder to use proxy workarounds. So this was a way of you as a Netflix user getting to see some of the US content, um, early. Um, or content that's not available over here. Um, Netflix have kind of reluctantly said, that, you know, because the media owners weren't very happy that people could get around it fairly simply. Uh, so Netflix are putting stronger measures in, but they have reiterated they'd really much rather the world lived—we lived in a world where they, there wasn't any of these content restrictions—and and once it was on the service, it was available to anyone who was subscribed.
1: Yeah, I kind of see both points. Yeah, of course you do. And it, because hate-
0: there are two points, and it's, they're both re- legitimate.
1: Yeah, I just—I mean, it's, I've always hated. I hated back in the SNES days, a Japanese game would come out, and it would be tough to wait a year before it came here. Yes, and it was always down to translation. I hated that you know when DVDs came out, it was uh, all region locked, and you know maybe America or Japan would get a better release, and we would get here. You know, and and you know, so I'd make sure I had my 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 DVD player was was I could play any region. So I've always kind of hated these things, but at the same time, I, I kind of understand. From, but then a, from
0: if, a business perspective, they take, make perfect sense. You know, Whether, whether it's different... be spreading out the marketing budget across different yeah. regions, which is, imp- you know, if you had to put a whole marketing budget out for a release immediately and across everything, it would be massive. It would be more than people could cope with. And things like games, it's infrastructure build up as well, isn't it? It's release it over there, then we get a level, and then we can release it over here and we can add more servers as we need. And I think there's
1: also subtle differences now. And because of so many streaming competitors, it's not...
0: Netflix might have, you know...
1: Netflix might have the deal for Mad Men in America. Mm-hmm. But Sky have got it here. Yeah. And Netflix might have the deal for something else and Amazon have got it here. So it's not as straightforward as I just want to watch that on Netflix and that's more on the choice. It's There's so many different deals going on now.
0: And that's the problem. They're still exclusive deals. That's the biggest problem with all these yes. things that we've talked about that at length, you know... There's no there's no point having two different providers offering two different exclusives. What you what need is for for a competition to exist. That's that's the argument against Sky Sports and BT Sport, right? It just makes no sense to have two independent things. You need to have two showing the same show at the same time and then you'll have some comp- real competition. Yeah, with and, and,
1: and, and when I guess the legislators have always said, oh, it's about more choice for people. And it's like, no, if you're a true diehard Premier you know, League fan right now, no, you are now paying you have to pay so much more yeah. money. Yeah, it's cost you more than
0: it it did yesterday, even though there's theoretically more choice. There's no more choice. Only when uh, when everything's being played in more than one place will you have true competition.
1: But Netflix is on an absolute tear. I mean, their subscriber numbers grew massively last quarter.
0: Yeah, there's a there's almost and it's a a tipping balance because I think the more people they have for these content owners, the more people, the more content owners will want to go with them as the chosen service. Um, And it feels lively on Netflix at the moment. It feels good.
1: Uh yeah, I'm I'm joining, and and, and guess the other thing is that the, the amount of TV they're now making. So rather than just yes. because initially they were all about buying content, Correct, and then yeah. they dipped their toe in it, they're now making as much as the big broadcasters, and uh, it's good.
0: Yes, it's, and and they're making good quality stuff, and that that that's not always going to be no, that's always going to be the 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 thing. You know, they've made some good hit shows, and um, they've done well. So it, as long as that continues, you know, it's easy to. To start off strong and then tail off, so it takes more money to keep all those fresh ideas coming in.
1: It's a bit like our podcast: start yeah, strong.
0: Indeed. Um, Amazon dash enabled devices; these are the sort of auto ordering devices. So, uh, as the one of the early ones that they've got is a printer that will automatically reorder its toner cartridges when they start getting low, so you never run out of those kind of office office day to day stuff. Um, been popular and it's been released so things are out in the wild now so
1: yeah and and the dash remember they released this in april the first because i remember people saying this is a spoof because they had the whole you know like daz on it and some personal on it and they're like come on this is a spoof but if you if you if you thought behind it it was like so yes you've released a physical button that you need to press when you run out and the next day it comes through and if you're a prime user that makes perfect sense it doesn't cost you it's not cost you anymore but the whole the, the intelligent bit was the whole whenever I, when, when I go to print, I know every time I say to you about printing you're like, What's well, print? Don't get it. No, I print. But 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 any I go to print, I, I I'm out of ink. And how yep. great would it be if I just came home one day and was like, Oh I've got a parcel, oh it's ink, I must be running out. So I'm fantastic. And,
0: yes. And and obviously within limitations that sounds like the future, doesn't it? Um obviously you need to still be in control of that, but nevertheless, yeah. And and like you say, that this this was their The weirdness was where you haven't got like an electronic device that can do that ordering for you. You had to press a button. So, as soon as you saw that you were running out of toilet paper, you just press a button and the next day it would arrive. Yes, there we go. It started happening anyway. So, there you go. Yeah,
1: brother printers and as a washer from GE, GE, General Electric. So, they all start to deliver soap. Yeah.
0: Um, Nest thermostat um, had an issue over the cold period and left a lot of people without the heating.
1: And I guess the reason I put this in is almost like the contrast to that kind of smarter way of working and smart home. (laughs) Just make sure you've got some way of like backing out of that. Because this was the horrible thing about this is that, you know, it it caused people to lose heating over a really cold snap, especially in the UK. And they were aware of the issue and it's, you know, we've we've eventually got it fixed for 99.5% and here's this nine step fix. But when it was down, you couldn't override it. It was basically switching everything off.
0: So it it decided you didn't need heating, and, and and there was no way of you going no no I really do
1: no yeah. no, no you know you don't. <laughs> uh, well, interestingly, one somebody so the, the, there's two examples at the bottom. The bug drained the battery life of thermostats and deactivated the system, and you couldn't you couldn't charge it and get it back on. Um, and so products stopped working. Cold house, cold feet. There's one one bit of feedback on Twitter, but somebody else, others reported the thermostat was unexpectedly heating up the house. <laughs> And it's like this is that's that's the a bit weird because thermostats, yeah. I mean, the whole thing was thermostats just sit there and they just kind of work. It's and like they you made set a, they made a nice smart alternative, which kind of is buggy. Is like really worrying.
0: Yeah, yeah. You don't want that, Dave. Um, yeah. And finally, Jerry Corbyn. He's had his Twitter account hacked. Poor Dave. Um, someone put out some expletive-laden tweets.
1: Yeah. And, and, and this guy is definitely Scottish this who did this. Because <laughs> as soon as I saw it and I saw here we go, here we go, here we and go. And then Davy Cameron is a pie. It's like. That's not.
0: That's not that's, a a person from London. <laughs> yeah.
1: So and I won't, won't go into the other two, but it was definitely. <laughs> the, the, it was the, when I saw the here we go, here we go, I was like, right, right. That's summed up here. Or or somebody down there, but from from the land of Scots. It do, it, and... it
0: actually also sounds like just someone with an who's just been opportunist and just happens to have stumbled across this password. It doesn't sound like a, uh, you know, a, a kind of anonymous type a hacking attempt. Oh no, it does. You it record? sounds
1: like some little fifteen year old wee weegee. has is like, hey,
0: I've got his password. David Cameron's a pie. Ha <laughs> ha. But I, I think it's like okay. But what I mean is, it's no more. It doesn't seem any more um what's the word i'm like it's fine yeah i think it's a young kid doing this rather than an organized attack
1: dv cameron's a pie
0: <laughs> <laughs> um that is where we're going to end today
1: we... no i better stop <laughs>
0: <laughs> and say stuff if you want to find out more about us about what we do info at digitaloutbox.com twitter digitaloutbox and I'm on twitter as cheesyuk and if you want to follow my racing stuff uh, academyracer.co.uk so Ian where can we find you
1: blog is iand.net twitter is shweepa all
0: right so until next week that's it that's your lot goodbye ta-da <laughs>
1: David Cameron is a pie. And the best Twitter image was the next one saying, why has nobody put uh, put his face in a pork pie? And sure enough, somebody applies with <laughs> David Dave, Cameron on a pork pie.